Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Rev. Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. It seems like all of a sudden people are becoming worried that they might be spiritual imposters, hence the title today, Am I a Spiritual Imposter? Fortuitously, for this podcast, I had a conversation with someone just a couple of days ago about this, and it was quite the in-depth conversation. This person was telling me that they had been involved, uh, immersed in a class on spirituality for several months. In fact, it's something that could lead to a certification for her. And she said now that they were on hiatus, she was starting to feel like a spiritual imposter. So as we started to unpack that, we came up with some different ideas. Now, the first idea, obviously, when you are deeply involved in the study of something, and again, we're talking about spirituality here, you live in a little bubble, right? You're around the people, whether it's on Zoom or whether you're with them in person, you are around people who all think the way you do. They're studying the same thing. They're excited in the same way. If you're doing homework, then you're immersed even when you're not in the class. And that carries you through. And so you're walking through the world in a little bubble. And then maybe the class ends or maybe there's a hiatus and all of a sudden that bubble starts to dissolve and you're back in the real world encountering real people, not all of whom are going to be thinking the same way you do and not all of whom are going to be supporting you in the same way that the class, the people in the class did. And so it can kind of seem like Actually, it can seem like you're walking right out into the cold. You've been in this nice warm room and now you walk out into the cold and maybe you don't have your jacket with you. So, um, and, and now it's like, okay, I was able to use all these wonderful spiritual ideas while I was with these other people but who agreed with me and we were all on the same path. And now I'm out here in the world with people who think all kinds of different ways. And am I, am I even living up to what I have, have been learning? And so that is, is kind of where it starts. And then the more we talked about it, the more other ideas started coming up. Now, before I get to those ideas, I have to admit, I did look up the word imposter. An imposter is someone who pretends to be something other than they are for the specific purpose of deceiving other people. So I could end the podcast right now by saying, unless you're going out there pretending to be all spiritual when you're really not, and you're intending to deceive people, then no, you're not an imposter. Case closed. But of course, we know that that's... uh, that's too, that's too uh, cut and dried, right? We, uh, we have all of these feelings inside our, uh, that it's like, I've studied this, and I know this, and I know this principle to be true, and yet when I get out into the world, I don't necessarily apply it. I'm not necessarily always loving to everybody, so am, am, I, am I faking it? Am I, am I not really the spiritual person I want to be, or I think I want to be? So there's three things, and I think they're all really related. So it may sound like I'm repeating myself, and that's really okay because we learn by repetition. So the first thing is, is that spiritual beings are human beings. And I've talked about this a lot in other podcasts, and I just talk about it a lot, is that we are meant to be human beings. We are meant to be participate in this world. We're meant to have our feelings. We're meant to have our, our thoughts, our ideas. And we're not always going to be perfect. Um, we're Actually, we're perfect in every moment. It's just maybe we're not up to the standard that we feel like we want to be. But we're human. And so... 
the idea of having spiritual principles to live by are not meant to make us perfect. They're meant to give us guidelines, show us a way to live. That's what they're really for. So if you are out there living your life and you know these spiritual principles and you believe them and they're in your heart and yet you fall what you would consider short of one of those principles on on a day, well, hey, congratulations, at least you recognized it. And now you can, you can uh, move forward and, and maybe build on that. But it doesn't mean that you're an imposter. It just means that you're being human. So that's one of the aspects. Another one is how we compare ourselves to other people. And I have to admit that I had a bout of uh, spiritual imposterization. Is that a word? It's gonna, it is now. I live in my own bubble at a spiritual life center. I'm the assistant minister there. I do my thing. I speak on Sundays occasionally. I do this podcast. I have a group on Thursday mornings. I teach occasionally, teach a class. And, you know, it, it's, it's a nice little world that I live in. And I do understand that it can be kind of small sometimes. But I'm happy. I'm content. And then... There was a class that came along that we did at the Spiritual Lives Center a few weeks ago, and the person who was teaching it is a national and probably internationally known teacher. And I really admire the person's work, and they, th- they write, they think along the same lines that I do, and I got into that class the first night, and I walked away from that class thinking, who am I to even think that I could ever teach another class? What in the heck am I doing? This person is so good and so amazing with what they're doing. And I spent a whole week kind of thinking about that and going, okay, well, you know, I am kind of a big fish in a little pond and that's okay, but, you know, I wonder if I let it get get to myself. I just, I really... I really went on a head trip for for several days, and then I went to the class the next week, and I listened, and it was still good, but by the third week, this teacher was starting to kind of get on my nerves a little bit. And at first, I thought it was, well, I'm just jealous of her because she's done all this stuff, and I have yet to publish a book that's just sitting here and all of that. And then I realized what it was, was that um, I had put her up on a pedestal for a few moments, and I'm, I'm not inclined to do that, but seeing how smoothly she did this class and everything, I raised her up, and then, of course, as we went through the class, I started seeing her as more human again, and, I st- and then I finally managed to stop comparing myself to her. We do very similar things, but we're very different personalities, and we, you know, I, I just... It just stopped me. And it's like we compare ourselves all the time. And it's just silly. And I know that we're taught to do that. You know, many of us here, you know, you should be like your sister. You should be like your brother. Why can't you be Johnny or Sally down the street? Why can't you be like them? There's all of these different things that we're, we're compared to and we compare, and then we learn to compare ourselves. And the truth is, is when we get into comparing, we're never, ever, 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 ever going to live up to what we consider someone else's ideal, whether that is our ideal of them or their ideal of us. We're never going to live up to that because it's not us. It's not ours. You know, we all come in with our own abilities, our own gifts, our own ungifts, as you will, things that we're not necessarily good at. And when we start comparing, when we continue to compare ourselves with other people, we will always fall short because I can't be you and you can't be me. 
I have had people say, I wish I had your intuitive abilities. And the first thing that comes out of my mouth is, no, you don't. Because there's a lot of responsibility with it for one thing. And another, this is just how I am. Be who you are. How are you? How does, how does spirit work through you? Find that. And don't compare yourself to me. Don't compare yourself to any other spiritual teacher. Spiritual teachers are human beings who just have something that they think they have to say, honestly. I mean, we're not special. We're, no, we're all special. Everybody's special. But spiritual teachers are no more special than anybody else. We're specialized is all we are. But it, that doesn't make us special, if that makes any sense at all. And so the, that comparison thing we can really, really lead to the imposter um, idea, because it's like, if you sat in my class for seven or eight weeks, and we had this wonderful time, and we had all these great, big, wonderful ideas, and we we're all filled with spirit, we go back out into the world, and then you get someone cutting you off in traffic, and you swear them out. Um, and then you go, oh, well, my spiritual teacher wouldn't approve of that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. You are a, an amazing person who has all of these abilities and you're human and appreciate who you are. Take your spiritual teaching and use it to the highest and best, but allow yourself to mess up. That's, that's part, of, part of being human. You know, and then, of course, the, the third idea really comes back to what I've already been saying is that we, so many of us live in the word of should. I should do this. I'm supposed to do that. If I'm not doing it a certain way, then it's wrong. And that's when we even get into comparing ourselves with ourselves. It's like, well, I know I could do it better. I'm not, I'm not as good at this as I, as I could be. If I only tried harder, I'd be better. And again, the truth is, is that in any one moment, you're doing the very best you can with what you've got at that moment. And some days your best is better than others. We have our, our best, best is, 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 is a moving target too. You know, I love to live with good, good enough. And there's, a, there's this idea that, well, now it's just good enough, and it's like you, you tossed it away, but that's not what it means. It's like, I have done the very best I can in this moment. It's good enough. It is enough. You are enough. What you do is enough. And so you're not an imposter. You can't be an imposter. Well, that's not true. You can. If you decide to go out and pretend to be somebody, consciously pretend to be somebody that you're not in order to deceive other people, yes, you're being an imposter. But if you go out in the world pretending to be the highest and best person you can, guess what? You're being the highest and best person you can. You're not pretending. Now, do you feel that way 24-7? Probably not. And that's also okay, because it's very hard for us to maintain that all the time. I mean, the Dalai Lama has even mentioned that he has his moments. There's He was talking about being at some conference, and I think it must have been down in, in the LA area, and, and he was walking from the hotel past these really high-end um, stores. And he walked by, he said he walked by the Rolex store, and he looked in the window, and he said, even I would want one of those. Everybody has their wants and their desires and their needs. And, you know, the Dalai Lama wasn't, wasn't saying that he had failed at spirituality of the not wanting, not desiring. He simply said, it goes through my mind. Letting it run you is a whole different deal. And that's where the spiritual training comes in. We're going to run into things all the time. All the, all the, 
the, the world is just here and it's happening and we're happening with it. So we can't really not engage because then we won't be participating in life. Becoming aware of what's going on in your head, though, becoming aware of what's happening and how you're feeling about something, and then doing something about that, whether it is, hey, I'm feeling like an imposter right now. Oh, well, why is that? It's because I'm setting my standards too high. I'm expecting something of myself based on someone else, based on what I see in someone else, based on what I expect on someone else. And so I then become an imposter. But then when I think, well, wait a minute, I'm not really trying to deceive anybody. I'm not really trying to be uh, not a good person. I'm trying to be the very best spiritual person I can. And, oh, well, in that case, I probably succeeded for a few minutes. Oh, dang, that person just bumped into my car with with a grocery cart. Okay, so what do I do now? I... uh, say some words in my head, I then find a way to bless that other person and move on. Were you being an imposter in that moment? No, you weren't. You were um, being real. You were being a person who was in the world. Now, we talk a lot about being in the world and not of it. And of course, that is the ideal But if we compare ourselves to that ideal all the time, again, we're going to be, first of all, all of this comparing is a waste of time. It's just mental chatter that doesn't mean anything and doesn't move you forward. So when you catch yourself comparing yourself to other people and um, putting all these shoulds on yourself, well, if I'm going to be spiritual, I shouldn't talk a certain way. If I'm going to be spiritual, I shouldn't think a certain way. If I'm going to be spiritual, then blah, blah, blah. That's not it. Spirituality is is not a separate part of you. It's not a cloak that you put on. Spirituality is coming is you. It's coming from inside you. It is the real you. And that spiritual side of you, that part of you, is always there. The thing is, is we put on the outside world and wear that as a cloak, and maybe that's the actual the impersonation, is that we're we're pretending to be something that we, well, we are human, but we're pretending to be even less spiritual than we really are. I don't know if that makes any sense. I hope it does. But where, that's an interesting thing that just came came into my mind as I was talking. And consider, you know, when you're thinking about being an imposter, which part is the imposter part? The part that's not being spiritual enough or the part that's being um, t- too human, the, the, part, the part that's covering up your spirituality? Where is the imposter in this conversation? That's a really cool idea to think about. Where is that? And again, we are not intentionally trying to deceive anybody. Most of the time, anyway. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the gist of this conversation. And so when you're just being who you are, you can't be being an imposter because you're not trying to put anything over on other people but you are beating yourself up with shoulds and have tos and supposed to be's and all of those different things that we lay on ourselves to, um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is about us. I've been thinking about this a lot after my, my own personal imposter episode. It's like, I looked at, okay, I looked at why am I feeling like an imposter? I looked at is this because my ego is dented because she's better at something than I am? 
I really had to do a lot of soul searching and it wasn't exactly fun. And I came to the conclusion that I have people who really like what I do and they they tell me that and I appreciate it and I had to look at how much I w- might be letting that go to my head. And then I looked at my response to this other person and I realized that they are very good what, at what they do and they also have their own human side to them and they... Um, and there are areas where I wouldn't necessarily agree with them and that they are not perfect and that they have their own stuff going on as well. And so this brought me back to the, of never putting anybody on a pedestal because I can tell you pedestals are very rickety and they come down very easily and it's painful for everyone when that pedestal comes down, the person who was on it and the people who had put them there. And I hadn't had this experience for a long time because, you know, I've just been doing this for so long. Spiritual teachers are just spiritual teachers to me. So I got to look at myself in this moment and I got to look at how I compare myself. And then I realized that I just do, I'm just different. I just do what I do. This person does, this teacher does what she does. You do what you do, and you, you do it the way you do it. Your spirituality comes through you based on your personality. You know, I am a, a little bit of a smart aleck. I can be a little snarky. I can definitely be irreverent. But I have a very deep, very active connection with spirit, and it is running and working through me at all times in all ways. And so spirit comes into this world through me, through my personality. Spirit comes into the world through you and your personality. And that's a good thing, because heaven forfend that we're all alike. Heaven forfend that we're all walking around all sweet and loving and um, you know, just, uh, oh, ain't this wonderful and nothing's wrong. That's, and that's not what spirituality is about anyway. You know, my friend that I had this conversation with is a little bit outrageous. I mean, she is just hilariously funny and she's got this great laugh and the way spirituality comes through her is completely is very different from how it comes through me or through other people. Now, she and I actually do connect. We have both very, very weird senses of humor. And so, and, and when we get into spiritual conversations, we laugh and we laugh and we laugh. And of course, that's one thing that some people think is like, well, if it's going to be spiritual, it has to be serious. No, that is not true. In fact, I've read more than once, and actually my guides have told me as well, is that the one thing that translates directly from spirit to humans is humor. And so maybe you see some spiritual thing or you have some spiritual concept and you think it's funny and you start to laugh at it and then you feel like I'm being irreverent and I'm not being spiritual enough. That's not true. You are experiencing life. You're, you're experiencing spirit working in and through you. And it's a wonderful, amazing thing. You're not an imposter. I'm not an imposter. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. We have, we have all these gifts. Every one of us has gifts. And we use them in our own unique ways. When we start comparing ourselves to others, when we start adding shoulds upon have-tos upon shoulds on top of supposed-to-bes, 
then maybe we do start to feel like an imposter because we lose sight of the reality of spirit. Spirit is that energy, that beingness, that whatever you feel it to be that is within you, the part, that part that never changes, that part that is consistent all the time. And it's that part that cannot be faked. It's that part that cannot be an imposter because it is. It just simply is. There's no if, ands, or buts around it. There's no comparisons. Spirit is. And I gave a talk the other day. I was talking about spiritual development. You know, and spirit takes as much time as spirit takes. Spirit comes through when spirit comes through. We study and we envelop ourselves in this energy and it feels wonderful, yes, and then we have to go back out into the world. But hopefully when we've been in that study mode, when we've been in that intake mode, we have grown, we have become stronger in in the way that we can go out into the world and no matter what comes to us, we are strong enough to deal with it and to cope with it and not put ourselves into a lot of of hassle over it. Yes, we are all going to go out into the world and we're going to be less than perfectly spiritual in terms of what we think the rules are. And of course, here's the rub. We've set up rules about being spiritual. You know, I might go out and not be the most loving person in my car when someone cuts me off. I might get irritated if I have to stand in line in the grocery store when the cashiers are just standing there chatting with each other instead of waiting on people. Not that that's ever happened to me, but you get my drift. And I don't beat myself up for not being spiritual in that moment. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm irritated for a reason, and I'm probably irritated for something that has nothing to do with these two people standing there not doing their jobs. Oh, yeah, that's right. I need to be somewhere, and I'm hungry, and I'm blah, 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 right? So um, I, I didn't become a less spiritual person. I just was really tapping into my humanity and understanding that circumstances were getting in my way, and they were bugging me. You're not an imposter unless you are actually trying to deceive people and trying to pretend like something that you're absolutely not. Now, I will hit on one other thing before I close, and that is there is this thing in metaphysics where you say, fake it until you make it. In other words, you know, say your affirmations, you know, walk out into the world as if it's a good day, even if you don't feel like it's a good day. That is a, a way of, well, it's pretending. It's absolutely pretending. But you're not trying to deceive anybody. And you're not trying to deceive yourself. You're trying to change your attitude. You're trying to change how you see the world. And so that is not even being an imposter either. It is simply doing something enough that you st- when you do something enough, you start to change the way you think about it. It starts to become more a part of you. Spirituality is not something that you just put on and take off. Spirituality is something that, well, it's like a seed. You, you plant the seed of spirituality, and as you water it, as, as you tend it, as you nurture it, your spirituality grows and grows until it becomes bigger and bigger part of your life and it starts to assert itself in ways that you recognize. So if you're a beginner, give yourself a break. If you've been doing this for 45 years like I have, you're still a beginner, so give yourself a break. 
just allow yourself to be who you are in any one moment. Please don't compare yourself to other people. Spirituality is as individual as it gets. And the more you allow yourself to be who you truly are, which means a human being who has an energy within them that is unchanging and paying attention to that energy and allowing that to come forth and out into the world through you, that's when you are being truly spiritual. That is when you are being the real you and you are not and never will be an imposter. I wish you a wonderful, insightful week. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.